Yo, 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 what up, everybody? So today is Monday, the 9th of December. It's about 12 in the afternoon. It's about midday. Um, out here working, and I'm actually hella tired, but, you know, I'm gonna get this episode up and going, um... I've had a wild weekend, as per as it were. I've had a wild, um, you know, in the last forty eight hours has been absolutely bonkers, crazy. I mean, I mean crazy. I mean crazy, crazy. Oh, I'm still tired, man. Fucking shit. So let me get to this meat and potatoes of things here. Uh, yesterday was Sunday, obviously. You know, it's no big surprise. Today is Monday. Yesterday was Sunday. But yesterday I was at the the Oakland Raiders home game versus the Tennessee Titans in which they laid a fat loss on me again. But you know what? Um, it's the end of, for me, it's, an end of an era up there, you know, the Raiders are obviously moving to Vegas here the next few months. I mean, we're already December, you know, preseason and stuff starts up. Um, I think the preseason starts up in September. And practices are already being held at, like, the preseason is is in September. No, preseason is in, is in August because I think. We they play games in September. I'm not my maybe the preseason is in August, August in the beginning of September. Maybe the first few weeks are, maybe like week one of September is, um, preseason. Maybe like weeks two or three could be regular season, something like that. But I do believe August is football, and you know. So the Raiders are really, really close to their new stadium. And the new stadium, like I said from the last time, is almost done. Um, I get, uh, I see highlights of it, or not highlights, but I do see video footage of it. And people have, you know, I see pictures and videos of it from random people that, you know, are visiting there. That are on Twitter or on Instagram that I see it. So, you know, I've been seeing the updates on it. And it looks beautiful. I said... Like I said before, it's a beautiful building. It's in a beautiful city, high class city, high resort, family fun city. You know, can't say enough about it. But the this season, the Oakland Raiders. I did want to come to a game. I didn't want to come see the Titans. I would have preferably would have gone, and I should have gone that Thursday night against the Chargers. Unfortunately, you know, money and time, time being the bigger thing more so than money, but money, time, and just going on a Thursday is incredibly difficult. You know, but I would have loved to have gone that game. But, you know, the way things lined up late in this year, I've had a good little streak of jobs come in and some steady flow, getting some things paid off, getting some things taken care of, getting things in order on my end. Um, and I just had a few bucks to do it in the, you know, initially I wasn't going to go, 
I wasn't going to go to a game this year up there. You know, it really, really hampered me that the Raiders decided to play some 50-some-odd days without a home game. 49 days, 50-some-odd days, almost two months without a home game. You know, and I was in the riding in the thick of the time. I do like to go in October. Wasn't available this year. You know, didn't come back to damn near Thanksgiving. You know, I've only been home now. Uh, they had a little three-game home stretch. Or whatever they had now. You know, so flash forward to to this last week. My neighbor that lives across the street from me um, was like, "Hey, he had been dying, he had been eyeballing this game, December eighth. It's the second to the last game to go, and it's obviously there's not much. There wasn't much. We only had seven home home games. Uh, six of which were on Sundays, one being Thursday. So it wasn't much. Um, there wasn't much." like room you know wiggle room before where to find a game so december 8th he was like oh, i'm gonna go to that game so i was on the back of my mind I was like, oh, maybe i'll go maybe I... you know maybe i'll see what i can do but i really wasn't gonna go to the game because i was like well it's late in the year it's late in the you know, it's just late in the year to go. It's late in the season. It's late. You know, it's just one of those things. It's kind of like, I don't know. It was like, well, the whole season kind of already passed. I was just going to eat, you know, being the kind of guy I am. I'm like, well, I would like to go in the beginning of the year when the team is still full of optimism, still full of Hope still the season's new, you know. If you're two and two, you know, three and one, you know, you're one and two, and then you get to two and two or something like that. Like that's kind of, you know, the season's still young. You still the season's still full of promise. Towards the latter end of the season, if your team like the Raiders, often not as good or not in contention, you kind of is a bummer. You know, you don't want to see your squad get just the absolute breaks beat off them either. Um, but I've been to plenty of those kind of games, so, you know, it's nothing new, but, you know, it's just late in the year, so I wasn't initially going to go. Then my neighbor told me about his cousin was selling some tickets for 200 bucks, um, two tickets, like, right in the black hole, he wasn't going to make it, and I was like, well, I'll take two tickets for 200 bucks, I'm not going to pay out 400 bucks for those tickets, he was like, oh, I'll let him know, and then he let me know, he's like, no, he's got... Somebody's going to give him, like, 300 bucks for those tickets. And I was thinking, like, damn, I would, you know, maybe, maybe I'll, you know, match that offer. But he was like, no, he already sold him. He's got somebody that was going to buy him for that much money. And I was like, oh, okay, you know. So then I was like, well, let me take a look on StubHub, see what I come up with, you know. Mind you, this is all going on, like, Wednesday or Thursday of this week. So I seen some tickets for like one fifty. I was like, well, kind of up there in the high peak. You know, I don't want to be that high up. You know, just you know, I was like, nah, it's too expensive. 
And then my buddy was like, yo, keep looking. Maybe something will come up cheap. So that's kind of what I did. I was like, if I can get these tickets for under 100 bucks, like, you know, rain is going to rain. You know, maybe people. So I waited till the absolute last second. Saturday. Um, This weekend, Saturday to get a ticket. And I had actually found tickets up in section 327, row like 14 or 2, or I don't know what row we were, seats 1 and 2. Found tickets for like 80 bucks, which I was like, okay, now this only works because I have work Monday because I didn't, you know, that was another thing I wasn't going to be able to take work off Monday. Um, this is only going to work if I can get these tickets zoom up before the game starts watch the game and then zoom back down from from where i'm at it's five hours about six hours if you stop take a dump gas stretch your legs and take a quick break but if you're really hauling ass it's not that far um so getting the tickets is one thing i got one for me and my girl me and bay and then you know I pulled the trigger on it. I was like, all right, this is going to happen. Saturday morning at like 7 in the morning, I got the tickets. Like, all right, this is going to happen. Um, Saturday, my girl gets out of work. She got out of work about 4. I was at my house, working at my house, painting and doing some other stuff, bathroom repairs. I was done waiting for her by about 4. So she showed up. We had some dinner. We watched The Matrix. We watched, um, yeah, I don't even know what we what else we watched, what, what we watching. I think we watched Anger Management, and then, or we watched Thor Ragnarok, the end of Anger Management, and we watched The Matrix Reloaded. Great Saturday night, you know, just, you know, right there at the pad, you know, had some tamales, had a chili rano, you know, had some cookies. Well, everything was good. My girlfriend went to sleep about 9 or 10. Got a few hours of shut-eye. I stayed awake watching The Matrix. Um, got my clothes out of laundry at about 11 at night. Laid down. Set my alarm for like 12. Midnight. The alarm goes off. I'm up and get up, you know, pack up, shower up, get ready, and it's go time. Now, we get up, we got the first thing on the order of business is getting gas. So, we're getting gas like 12.30 in the morning, and then it's just like, zoom, straight in a beeline, straight dash. From the Inland Empire, Ontario, Fontana area, you're about 40 miles, 50 miles outside of LA, straight to Oakland. Like, I was hauling ass. Now, it was raining. So, I was going about a good 70, 75 for most of the way when it dried up and you could see, and it wasn't, and it wasn't foggy. And there was a hell of fog rolling up there, foggy ass shit. In areas I couldn't even see, but and the road 
dead quiet, man. There's not a soul on that road at those hours. Going up, heading up the five. Ain't not a damn soul on that road, man. I tell you what. There was times where I was like, damn, we're going to get abducted by an alien. I just know it. I mean, this one is desolate. But, you know, truck, truck through it. You know, the hours it's taking by. It's 1 a.m., it's 2 a.m., it's 3 a.m., 3.30, 4 a.m. All right, we should be getting there about 6, you know, 5 a.m., 5.30 a.m. You know, we stop and put gas off of Ness Avenue in, I don't know where, what, Los Baños. Stop and put gas, you know, and we stop and put gas in two other Raider vehicles showed up. I don't know who they are. I didn't say hi. Five in the morning, man. You know, I'm not talking to nobody at that, those hours. And plus, I, my, I was already feeling the drive, like, but it's because I was up the whole day prior, you know, hadn't slept really at all. So I get in my car after we gas up, we head over zoom into past tracy and get into livermore at a walmart looking for gloves and uh emergency ponchos come to find out we get in the walmart at 6 a.m mind you 6 a.m they're out of emergency ponchos and i kind of i didn't while i didn't expect that i understand it it would have been rained rained all weekend and most likely Raider fans that were up there the day before probably were like, yo, let's get some ponchos because it's going to be wet. And it was. It was. Like I said, it rained all the way to me on, all the way up there, and it rained all the way till about 10 a.m. at the Raiders, you know, Oakland Coliseum. It rained until about 10 a.m., and... There I was. And then, then it cleared up. It just randomly cleared up. Cleared all the way up, you know. I actually got sunny, kind of like hot. And I just found that to be totally amazing because it was pouring in the morning and pouring, you know, all the way up. You know, it just got sunny. Like, the, it just ended. Um... But yeah, like I said we get we got to Livermore. Uh, I don't know which exit it is, but there's a Walmart and a Home Depot right there, right like right off the freeway. I have been to that Walmart before, actually. You know, a year or two ago, to get looking for Raiders beers, but I didn't see any. Um, and then we drive off, and I'm like, let's get to Oakland. We'll find the parking, either the pay parking or just the parking in general, like where we we can park. You know, and we'll go, you know, once we park, once we know where we're parking, I'll just take a nap and wake up be like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock and we'll just walk in. So that's what we ended up doing. We got to, we ended up getting to Livermore at that Walmart about 6 a.m. right on the dot, you know, and then we ended up getting to the Coliseum just shy of seven, you know, because I ended up getting back on the freeway, trekking back there and... I ended up parking at the BART station where the part where the cars park uh, behind the BART station. Uh, if you're out there, you, uh, the weekends are free. Now, it isn't guarded or anything. and But I waited in my car just until a lot of other Raider fans showed up and they ended up parking there as well. Now, from there, you, you enter, uh, you have to cross the bridge. 
you know, most people know that bridge where the BART station actually is by the Coliseum. And walk across that bridge and you get into the Coliseum. But like I said, we I ended up getting there at 7. Parked and it slept to about 9.30. You know, I got a, a good couple of hours of sleeping on me right there. Recharged my battery. Got up, walked. And had it in at that hour. Now, what I was looking for was the Raiderville, but I guess they don't have it up. Maybe it's not. Maybe it hasn't been up this year, or they just didn't do it this week because of the rain, or maybe nobody was going to it, so they canceled that shit. I'm not sure, but I didn't see it up. It wasn't up. I kind of was looking forward to it because I know they had food trucks in there before in the past. Every year I've gone, they've had it. They've had food trucks. They've had. Um, they have the NFL Red Zone out there. That's exactly what I wanted. And and food and beer, which was what I was hoping for. As long as, see, my goal is, I've been to the Raider Reel before, number numerous times, and I've come across my buddy Chris. You know that's a big time Raiders fan, and he told me to go and head over to the Bad Boys of Barbecue, um, over there. I think on Lot B, like up in the corner. Um, and I've been there with him, I think twice. And then I think last year I went, I, I didn't run into him, but I went into the, to the barbecue, just hung out there, you know, for 25 bucks, what they were doing, uh, to me it was totally worth it for like an all you can eat barbecue stuff. And like, you can fill up one whole plate, you know, and just like, you get, you get your, you get your money's worth. Um, but they weren't there this year, so I actually checked there first, and then I was looking for Raiderville. So I didn't see n- neither one. I actually messaged my homie Chris to see if um, if he knew anything, and he said no that they weren't there this year, or they weren't there that game for sure. And I was like, okay, well, I figured it out. So me and my girl were just walking around. We actually walked around. I got to see everything one more time. I actually got to see that the Oracle Arena is just like been stripped of everything on the outside. I didn't didn't see any Oracle Arenas. I didn't see it's fenced off. So maybe nobody's playing there or doing anything this year. Anything there this year? Uh, that's desolate. Um, the outside of the Raiders Stadium. It was the O.co. It was been all these others. Now it's just Ring Central, like they, the O.co pulled out of there. Um. Yeah, you could just tell like it's over. It's over at that stadium. I mean, before I even talk about it, the that stadium is just it's over with, man. The parking lot is a wreck. Um, they've got piles of mounds of dirt, like, on the side of it, you know, there's, you, you know, it's just, you know, I, and I, like I said, I love the Oakland Raiders, I love my team, I love, you know, I've been up there many years, and I've hung out, and had beers, you know, ate and food, you know, I don't tailgate myself up there, but, I've taken part in the Bad Boys of Barbecue's tailgate, and I totally found that to be worth it. Um, I wish I had known about them this whole time, but, you know, it's neither here nor there. Um, 
but you know I've you know I've seen them win a couple of times, a couple of games up there. I've seen them lose more than win, and you know, I kind of feel like, you know, from from all the times I've been up there, I haven't had like a bad experience. Not like I ever got into a fight with anybody there. You know, even though there is fights there, I've never had my shit stolen from there. I've never. You know, got kicked out by police for, you know, drinking. You know, I've never, you know, there's many things that go wrong at certain places. I, I've never had bad food there. Never had bad service. Nobody, you know, shortchanged me. Never had a complaint. Um, you know, sometimes you go to places and even though they're well intended, you know, if you vacation somewhere and you wake up and you're like, oh fuck, man, they fucking. Somebody slashed my tire. That would dampen your experience. Even if the experience was well all together, you know. You would be like, oh, you know, they fucked up my tire. Or they fucking egged my car. You know, whatever the case may be. They lost my luggage. That Something as simple as that could fuck up your whole idea of a, of a jet line or a service or a place you go to. You know, if you your family go to Disneyland and you know even Disneyland does all they do but if you get there and you know one waitress goes and you know gets your order wrong and then says well you shouldn't have ordered that and coughs an attitude I mean that could be like wow like I really got back talk at Disneyland of the happiest place on earth you would be pissed off and then you're probably like nah you know fuck Disneyland you hire some shitty people you know what I mean you know, Disney goes, I think, goes way out their way to ensure that not only your time at Disneyland, but also your experiences outside of Disneyland are above par. Um, I'm going to pause this for, for a second. I'm going to get back and do this, finish this episode up, you know, as I'll finish this episode up as the day goes on. I got to do some stuff right now. All right, guys, I'll see you on the flip. Nah, as I was saying, yeah. Um, you know, if you're on vacation and stuff, or you go experience a concert, or you go do any, you know, camping or something, and you, you know, your stuff gets stolen, you know, that even if the experience was great, you know, that is a bad taste in your mouth, that, you know. So, like I said, none of that's ever happened to me at. Oakland, which, contrary to the popular belief, everybody thinks that when you go to Oakland, um, you're gonna get, you know, you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful with the Raider Nation. You gotta be careful where you park, watch your stuff. Um, I'm not gonna sugarcoat Oakland, the city, as being like the cleanest, the most safest, the, you know, you can leave your front door unlocked type of city. But what I do see Oakland is, is there is a good part, just like any other. There is a part that, you know, I guess you're not going to just, you would avoid, you know, if you, if you didn't have to go to. Um, is it a little dingy? You know, looks old. Yeah, I mean, but that's in every city. And don't get me wrong. I mean, my city where I'm at is not, I don't promote my city like, hey, come and visit it because there's all this good stuff there, I'm, you know, I just live there, you know, I just live in a city where 
I live. It's, I mean, I'm always going to have a special place for my home. And, like, in my heart for my home. I'm always going to have a special place up for, you know, the Bay Area, Oakland. But that goes, it's true for Oakland. It's true for San Francisco. It's true for, you know, the ride up there, you know, uh, passing through, you know, Santa Clara, visiting Merced, visiting, um, you know, Salcido and all those areas, visiting, you know, uh, Dublin and Pleasanton. You know, and, I, and you know, for most the most part, the Bay Area has treated me rather kindly. Now I can't say the same for other cities locally where I do live. Um, some cities I just prefer to never even go to. But you know, the, none of the bad experiences that you know would lead you to believe that the Raiders or the fans or Oakland, the the. Mo- the I don't know if it's the motif is the word I'm looking for or the mystique of the Raiders is, you know, and I had this experience too going to New York. People were like, watch where you go, watch your stuff, you know, be careful, you know, you don't want to get into fights, you don't want to get arrested, blah, blah, blah. And to me, that, you know, like, that's the image that. The Raiders kind of had that image for a long, long time. I guess maybe... And it's even written into the autumn wind somewhat. You know... Like, the autumn wind is just a pirate song that's raided out of it. I mean... I don't know if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who actually are like pirate, like a pirate squad... If they have something similar, I don't know. Um... But the Raiders kind of like that. The city's kind of like that. Like, we're going to take what we want. And we'll laugh when we're done. You know, that kind of a mystique. That kind of, yeah, that, that attitude fits the city. But I think it's been a long time since Oakland, the city, and Oakland, the Raiders football team, has been like... I don't know. They've been like mellowed down in in a sense. And not that not that the Raiders are not like the players are soft or not that the city and the inhabitants are soft. But you know, it's like anywhere else. Like I remember growing up like Compton and South Central, Inglewood, those cities were hot, ripe with supposedly gang activity and you couldn't even walk through the streets and you know and maybe it is still to this day but it's a long time has passed since and a lot of people have gotten that, that kind of, they stay away from it. You know, the people in the city, they don't adhere to those rules. That can't be said for other cities, you know, like there's just a lot. But right now, those cities don't have that image. And I don't believe the Oakland itself cuddled up next to Berkeley and all those other cities and next to the San Francisco has that image anymore I think the image is like they're on hard times they, they don't want the help they don't need the help but you know any help is appreciated you know but it's not they're in the grind they're in the just like anybody they're in the grinder like the meat grinder churning at this thing called life you know yeah they're losing teams yeah they're losing you know their identity a little bit but you know the you just put your head down and you grind it.
you know, kind of like myself, you know, most of my life is just like, you know what, things happen, you just put your head down, you keep grinding, you go until you can't go, and when you can't go, you keep going anyways. Uh, but that's kind of how, like I say, Oakland's treated me well throughout the years. Um, they've even treated me to a few Raider wins. Um, as rare as they are, like it seems like every year I go, they don't win. Um, for a while there, that was the case. I was like, damn, I should stop going. And like every time I go, they lose. Well, you know, you stick with it. Like, like I tweeted out earlier, you know. Uh, I don't go necessarily for, oh, I'm going to go and watch my team beat up this team. Like, we're not that kind of team. I go, it's just for the experience, you know, like, hanging out with other Raider fans where I don't have to worry about so-and-so, like, asking me, oh, you're a fan of the Raiders? Oh, they're a fucking joke, blah, 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 you guys suck. You know, and I don't want to have to sit there defend my fucking team to the bitter end, like, hey, you know what, man, you know, we suck, we were, you know, whatever, we got a good quarterback, or we got a good fucking wide receiver now, or we got, a, you know, John Gruden now, like, I don't have to sit there and defend why I fucking like the Raiders after all this time, like, to anybody, at fucking Raider Nation fucking the, the Oakland Coliseum, like, right there, just, everybody knows, you're a fucking fan of the Raiders, how long you've been a fan, you want some fucking food, you want some beer, you know, oh, fuck, we play fantasy football, too. You know, who you got on your roster? Oh, you know, these guys are from over there. They're Raider fans from over here. They traveled up. They flew up. They're staying here. They're staying there. It's a community of people where, you know, I know that I, I feel like I don't. And I think a lot of the violent Raider fans that were maybe of the old they're all gone, you know. The team has just been that downtrodden for years. And it's just it's harder and harder to defend them. So now what you're left over, left over with is the balance of the hardcore loyal Raider fan. That isn't a hyperly aggressive. He's not getting kicked out of the stadium. You're getting left over with the new generation that just grew up with them. And you're getting the generation like me. is like, you know what? If I like the team, I'm just not going to switch teams I'm just not like not am I hardcore loyal diehard Raider fan no I don't you know I think if I had to grade myself I'm probably a C level fan maybe even a C plus or B minus um do I try to attend a home game yeah I mean it's the, the least I can do is support do I have every player's jersey no do I care to take pictures with the players no do I watch their games when I'm not watching them in person? Yeah. Have I been to Oakland? Yeah. Have I, you know. There's there's great. Do I tailgate there? Do I try to convince people to be other Raiders fans? No. Um, would I go see them in Mexico? I wanted to, but no. I mean, I mean that. I wanted to go see them in Mexico when they played the Patriots. That game was really interesting to me. Um, but they went, they got their ass kicked in. I don't regret not, I don't like not regret not going. Um, would I, have I ever been to this on the sideline? No, do, am I f- friends with any member of the black hole and the, you know, gorilla, gorilla? No. Do I care to meet them people? No, not really. 
do I know all the legends of the of the Raiders old? No, I mean I got my favorites. Um, Bo Jackson, one of my favorite. You know, Marcus Allen, it's one of my favorite. You know, Tim Brown. I grew up actually watching Tim Brown, so I, at the latter end of his career, you know, and I remember when Tim Brown and Jerry Rice were both on the team. That was hella interesting. Um, you know, I, there's some favorites from there. You know, as well as the favorite. My personal favorite Raider of all time, you know, in the man class act through and through until the day he ended. He, I think, I believe he started none. He didn't end the Raider, but Seabass uh, Janikowski is my favorite player, the most consistent. You know, it's, you can't say he's the most hardworking, the most physically fit, or but he showed up for the most part. He wasn't out there doing boneheaded. Missing field goals and crucial times. Anytime the Raiders needed him to kick a crucial field goal, he was there. He was probably the most consistent player on the Raiders organization the last, I want to say the last 30 years. Because he was a Raider for damn near 20. Um, he was drafted in 99, I believe. And then he just he just recently retired. I think, I think he's retired now. It's, it's now 2019. Even though his career wasn't... Completely with the Raiders, um, or he didn't. You know, he had one more good season out of it. But you know what? He uh, one like I say, he's one of my most favorite. He was there. I remember kicking him like sixty yarders and hitting it on Monday night. That was kind of incredible. Hitting five or six field goals versus Chicago's incredible. Um, beating the Jets, you know, that was incredible. You know, I think they beat the Jets in New York one year when I think with I think Brett Favre was a quarterback, and then Seabass was there. I mean, and it would like you would get it would get the Raiders would get to the forty yard line. And it would be no choice. It would be like no brainer. Like put Seabass out there, he'll kick a fifty five yarder, fifty six yarder, and then go in. Like you know, he was just to me. He was the most consistent. Yeah, he's my favorite player, even though that's a little bit unconventional. Um. But, you know, have I met him? Would I like to meet him? Yeah, I mean, him, yeah, maybe. If I seen him on the street, I would give him, buy him a beer. But would I pay to go and see him? Do I own his jersey? Nah, not even close. I just know that, that he's my one of my favorite players. A lot of people's favorites is Charles Woodson. I don't get the love affair. I mean, I get Charles was on our team for a while. Um, you know... But he also, the greatness came out of him after leaving the Raiders. Now, him coming back to play was kind of cool. But I think his career was really blossoming in Green Bay. And didn't really blossom or flourish as much as it could have in Oakland. But that's, we're getting off topic. Now, like I said, I, like I'm just a Raider fan. So I'm, I might be a C-level entry no, I'm not. I'm a little bit better than average because I, I actually do attend the home games. Do take the time out of my life to like, try to see one home game a year. Um, never done a primetime game, but I mean, I guess I'm assuming that will happen in Vegas um, over the next several years. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, there is no Raidersville. There was no the Bad Boys Barbecue or the barbecue bad boys i don't know what their name is exactly 
they weren't there so we walked around we ended up finding somebody uh donating beer no, i don't know about selling it can you know so i got a couple of modelos took a shot you know, and just walked around, got to see it one more time. For me, this is the last time I'm going for reals 100% to that stadium. If I do go back up north, um, I will not be watching an Oakland A's game. I'd like to see a game at the San Francisco Giants stadium, and I'd like to see them play the Dodgers at that stadium. And I'd also like to go back to San Francisco and visit Oakland, but I mean... There's not much left for me to do in Oakland, to see, to party, to experience there, to do nothing there. Nothing left for me there. Like, um, Other than I'd like to because I feel as if the A's are eventually going to move or put up a new building somewhere else, that that building will eventually go be tore down or blowing up or whatever they're going to do with it and I feel as if like at that point I might go one more time to maybe try to get a piece of rubble uh maybe a I don't know then you know something I would like a seat but I think those seats you know the Oakland A's is still going to use them so but yeah like I said that'd be the last that'd be probably the last time I stepped foot in that area even though I've been there like seven eight nine ten times now over the last decade i've been there every year one game every year uh but yeah i mean last year i kind of thought it was the last year last year this year was is the actual last year i'm glad i got to go one more time uh and in true raider fashion we talk about the game in true raider fashion they lost <laughs> Now, I mean, you know, you know what? It's just sports, man. I, I was online on, on the Twitter today earlier watching people. And the thing that people are grasping and holding on to for dear life and has now become the gigantic argument on Twitter. And I'm pretty sure it's a gigantic argument probably on, on any other social network is Derek Carr th- chucking the ball uh, fourth and one or fourth and goal late in the game down 42 to 21 they're like why didn't he dive for it why didn't he try throwing it for an intercept or you know get being picked off why didn't he at least throw the ball in the end zone and I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna tell you why right now because we were down fucking 42 to 21 alright that is my quarterback Right now, there's a lot that seemingly like the Derek Carr haters. Um, and I'm not a Derek Carr stan, I'm not. Do I think he's uh Peyton Manning, Sean Payne, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, or um Roethlisberger, or any of these top tier? quarterbacks that are in the league no but he is definitely not fucking who's ever quarterbacking for the Bucks who's ever quarterbacking for the Jets who's ever quarterbacking for fucking I don't know a million other teams 
or not a million, you know, like most teams. Uh, he's right below those guys. He's probably like, you know, if you got your leads, you got your Brady, you got your Russell Wilson, you got your Aaron Rodgers, you got your Sean Payne. And it's not Sean Payne. What the fuck is the quarterback's thing? Uh, of the Saints. Sean Payne's the head coach. <laughs> Drew Brees. Drew Brees. You know, whatever. Uh, the Peyton Man. He's a Roethlisberger. No, he's not that, that level. But he's probably the level right below. And I can see it myself. And it's just amazing how much Raider Nation dissecting his flaws when they should be figuring out okay he's got six years and I do see a massive improvement in his numbers uh his efficiency his turnover ratio uh there's a lot that he's improved um his mechanics um the one mechanic I want to get rid of out of his game is him actually running the ball and fumbling the ball out of the end zone for a touchback. That can't happen. Um, it's got to be two hands on the ball. And he's got to protect himself. As I stated before, I don't know if I stated it on this podcast or where the fuck I stated it at. But you know what? Quarterbacks, you look at, you look at fucking Tom Brady. Look at... Uh, Drew Brees. You look at how long Peyton Manning went. You look at how some how long some of these fucking quarterbacks were quarterbacking. Thirty eight years old, thirty nine years old, thirty seven years old. Um, is like well within the realm of possibilities with these cupcake rules that the quarterbacks now play in. You can't really hit them like the olden days. You can't hit them in the knees. You can't hit them in the head. You can't force forcibly take them down anymore. Um, there's a lot you can't do to the quarterbacks because the penalty is immense. And if you're actively targeting the quarterback, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're gonna throw you out the game um, and fine you and suspend, possibly suspend you. So Derek Hart in his sixth year, not sixteenth, sixth. I believe it's showing massive improvement and I believe with these rules will ultimately help him gain the confidence of standing in the pocket and delivering the big throws when we need it as well as sticking to the game plan when we need it. Um, The game plan is simple. Get rid of the fucking ball. Run the ball. Get rid of the ball quickly. These wide receivers that we got are not nowhere near what needs to be uh, what we were hoping to get in the beginning of the year. A lot of a lot of Raider Nation puts that they forget about that, and you know what? Renfro is out. You know we're the pieces revolving around in a giant circle around the Raiders. Is a lot of people have went down with injury. A lot of you know dealing with season-ending suspensions and injuries. Josh Jacobs is just. You know, I can't rely on him to as a sole person to win the game because he we need to be him. He needs to be there several more years. You know, we can't. You know, you look at what happened to the Warriors. Yeah, they put Kevin Durant in to try to save their season. You know, in the finals, but we're not gonna put Josh Jacobs in there 
to save our season during a regular season game. Uh, you know, we're sitting at six and si- uh, six and six. Like we're not, we were not doing that. That to me, that is a no-brainer. Um, so that put more pressure on Carr. Now the offense and team came out and executed well the first half. Now, as far as the second half went, uh, Tennessee made the adjustments defensively, and we didn't make the adjustments defensively, and they just got up 42. Um, right, we made Ryan Tannehill look like fucking Breeze out there, throwing 91-yard bombs. I mean, we just made them look really great, and they... You know what? I don't even I don't even got a gripe against Tennessee. I mean, these flaws defensively have been there almost from the beginning of the season. Um, we did we did tighten up defense for a stretch there, but you know what? Teams see what we're doing; they make adjustments to it. You know, every week you could throw on the tape to a certain team and watch exactly what they do. And exact watch how different packages do this and do that, and teams make adjustments based on what you do. The Raiders somehow have six wins, and I mean somehow because we could have easily been like two in ten or something like that. Um, but yeah, the the, the you can see okay if Josh Jacobs was not playing then. Put five men in the box and cover everyone else. Like there's simply not much we can. There's not much you can do with that. We don't have a deep threat that commands a double or possibly even a triple team. We don't have. We have DeAndre Washington. DeAndre Washington played well the first half. I thought he played really well the first half, and then like they just seemingly were like they made the adjustment against him too. It's getting hit 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 in the backfield. You know, tackle for losses. I mean, that's just, you know, part of the game. Now, as I said, I'm not a Derek Carr hater, nor am I a Derek Carr stan. But if you mean to tell me that my quarterback, who I believe is going to give us 10 more years of great play, and especially in Vegas, in a dome, with a little bit more control over the elements, and not that the dome is going to make us a soft team because it's the desert, boy. It is the desert. And boy, oh boy, I mean, the elements are... Vegas has thunderstorms. It's got wind. Uh, it does flash flood there. Um, it's hot. We're going to get all of it minus the freezing aspect. And I'm sure the same goes for Arizona. Um, so the elements are there. Now, we, are, we do have the option, I think, to enclose... Or leave open the roof, which I'm like, oh, I'm, I can see that that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I think my quarterback's gonna give me 10 great years over there, maybe even 12 or 13. Who knows? Uh, John Gruden, I think him and John Gruden are on a good, I believe, the quarterback, coach, and some key players, the the gelling is there. You could see it mid-season. I mean, 
I don't know. We went on. We what? We won six games. The promise to me is there. We got up. You know, especially that win against Chicago. You know, we played well. We played extremely well. Um, we come out. We score. We get the ball first. You know, the game is two halves of football. You know, we need to do a little bit better there. Darren Waller. I mean, some of these weapons we do have an offense. Darren Waller, uh, Renfro, Josh Jacobs. A lot of that. Josh Jacobs is good by himself naturally. Be good anywhere, but a lot of that too is if you stack up the box again to try to stop Josh Jacobs, Derek Carr going to throw it on you. If you go and play coverage, Josh Jacobs can run it on you. The t- it's a dual tandem. It's a dual team. You, I don't see nobody complaining about Josh Jacobs and his, you know. And he doesn't have much to show for complaints. But it's a team game. And I believe Derek Carr is right there up there with just under the upper echelon of quarterbacks around the league. And a lot of people are griping about that fourth and one play. When essentially, what, 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 what? Like, I would have thrown the ball away too. To be honest with you, nobody was getting open. Uh, there's no separation that you know the Tennessee Titans and would love nothing more than just to run up whack their car as a runner knock him out of playoff contention even though they, we effectively were knocked out of I don't really know maybe if we win three games and somehow everybody else loses then maybe we could sneak in I don't know but the Buffalo Bills got a playoff spot on lock. I think that's pretty much everybody's fighting over that last spot. And it's, it's a tie between the Titans, the Steelers. It was the Raiders just two weeks ago. I mean, the playoffs, were, we were on life support heading into the game. And I think the Tennessee Titans would have loved to just knock his block off. As would a lot of teams around the league. That's how I gauge a player. You know, for as much as I hate the Patriots, I want nothing more than for somebody to go and just hit Brady in the rib section, hit him so hard that, you know, that puts him out of the league. Put him out of the league. And that's. Much to the Raider Nation's chagrin, much to my chagrin, you know, like, that's just, if he sucked, you know, I can recognize that he is, I don't believe he's the greatest of all time because he cheated, and also they didn't need to cheat, so that tells me that they're, that team cheated some way, and they didn't, I didn't, I don't believe they need to, and also his two losses to Eli um, dampened his record a lot to Eli, bro. Um, even though I love me, I love me some Eli Manning. But let's be honest, you lost to Eli twice, bro, in the Super Bowl. That says a lot about the Patriots, right there. You you can throw an asterisk on them cheating, and then you can put a big fat Eli on top of that as who's your daddy. But back to my point, yeah, I recognize that Brady is. After all, throughout all the years and all the winning he's done, he just knows how to play football. And I would like nothing more for somebody to tackle him and him land wrong. And you know what? Oh, he, you know, fractured his, you know, something, his hip, and he can't play no more. I would love that. That 
I would love that. I would just, man, damn, like, get him the fuck out of the league already. Come on now. Um, <clears throat> but you can, I can rest assured that there is a lot of teams, especially in our division, Kansas City, Denver, uh, the Chargers, that would like nothing more than to send the Raiders back to the bottom of the bottom of the shelf. We are not the bottom of the shelf in the AFC West. We were, we were a Jets win away and possibly a better outing with the Kansas City for sole possession of first place. And we are trending the right way. Del Rio had us pointing in the right direction. Then we took a couple steps back. John Grudis has us pointed in the direct direction. And now, you know, we're a step back again. We're we're climbing the ranks. We're getting this new building. We're doing all the right things. There's nothing more that other NFL teams want than to just end their car. And, and that's including the Tennessee tie-ins, as yesterday. Um, Denver coming up. We also got the Chargers coming up. Uh, the, the, the Jaguars, I don't believe, have any motivation to play us. Um, they could use a high draft pick. But you feel me? And then I think every time Derek Carr goes out and beats a team, the team, the motif is just like the Browns. It's like, damn, don't let the Browns beat you. Don't let the Raiders beat Don't let the Lions beat you. That's already implanted on other teams' psyche. Don't lose to the Raiders. Uh, and Derek Carr is beats teams. He does beat teams. So he's a hit, he's a one man. I, I can't say the same for who's ever the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. You know, I can't say the same thing for you know the quarterback of the Bears. I can't say that for the quarterback of the Buccaneers. I can't say that about the quarterback. You know, people want Derek Carr gone. And that just is because, especially other teams, that's because they know, I think, the potential is there. Now, is he living up to the potential? Is he going out there and just chucking 50-yard balls on a dime? Is he checking down too often? There's a lot of question marks about what he's doing. Um, But like I said, to be honest, I would have thrown the fucking ball away too, man. Why... Why risk getting injured myself when I know, you know what? I'm down 42-21. None of these people are open. Then I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to fucking just pin them at the one. Let the defense get a, a sack fumble for seven. I mean, you know... It's whatever, you know. I don't really even care at this point about that play. To me, where I see the whole game kind of, and I knew that was going to be how the game was going to be, was that 91-yard fucking touchdown pass from Ryan Tannehill to whoever the fuck was supposed to be covering him. Uh, That was embarrassing, bro. Derek Carr did not throw a 91-yard pick six. Did he? No. 
So that's where I'm at. You know, I'm like, but I, they, you know, I see. I stayed to the fourth quarter. I actually watched the play in real life. I didn't know. I didn't think it was that big of a deal when it happened in real time speed. And you know, I felt like yeah, he threw the ball out of the end zone, but there was nobody uh, throwing the pick. And that moment is not what you're gonna do. Run it in so you can get hit in the helmet and get a concussion and then lose the next one, two, three games. No, putting Deshaun. No, 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 no. You know what? Throw the fucking ball away. Play another day. Vegas is on the horizon. We need. I need my quarterback at full strength. I need Josh. Josh Jacobs at full strength. I need Jonathan Abrams at full strength. I need uh, Worley at full strength. I need to hear why. I, all the players that are going to. I need Cleveland Farrell at full strength next year because next year I do believe we're going to start off hot. And I can. Uh, and I know we might. We may not start off six and zero, eight and zero, but we might start off like five and three, four and two, you know, five. Uh, Six, six and two. I believe that is totally possible. We could have easily beaten the Texans earlier this year. We could have beaten a number of teams. I think if it would had went a different way, or we could have beaten Green Bay. Uh, in Green Bay, that's how that's how I know we're in the right direction. Um, not that we were the score is indicative of the Green Bay game, but you know what. We could have beaten Green Bay. We we put up enough yards to do some damage there. Um, just I think I think the future is bright. You know, most Raider Nation is like now, 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 now. Like let's turn this around. Let's go to the Super Bowl now. Like you know what? I didn't have no fairy tale belief that John Gruden was going to lead us to the Super Bowl uh, the first year or two in like you know like the LA Rams. I didn't have no fairy tale belief for that. But I do believe John Gruden is building this team and the team is going to have much more success than the Los Angeles Rams moving, relocating, and having one Super Bowl appearance. Do I? And just as I predicted in my head, I don't know if I told anybody, the Los Angeles Rams blew their load last year. They're, I don't think they'll make the playoffs this year. Jared Goff looks like he's regressing. Sean McVay is going to be on the hot seat because I don't believe they're going to get over the hump this year and get to somehow make it to the playoffs. I don't believe they're going to get to the playoffs next year. And I don't and I think after that, how the hell do you pay all the people they have on their team? The team is going to spiral downwards. The new home that they're building is going to be a wreck because now they're going to have questions at quarterback, they're going to have questions on defense. Uh, the Rams versus the way the Raiders are are trending, it's a night and day difference. And you know what? I'll take the Raiders trend over the Rams trend. You feel me? So, yeah, it's just part of the thing. It's part of it. You know, I could be totally wrong. We could go to Vegas and never win a game again. But you know what? I'm still a Raider fan. I still enjoyed my time this weekend. It sucks that they lost. You know, I took my girlfriend with me. We played an excellent half of football. You know, it was great seeing us put up 21 points and being tight in the game. We lost the game, like, somehow in the third quarter. And then, you know, we just chilled. We chilled. We 
went stopped at Danny's somewhere in Tracy and drove the fuck home. That's how it was. We just drove the fuck home after that. We just, you know, came home. I got home this morning and you know what? I have zero regrets about going. I know I'm a true, loyal, diehard. I mean, maybe not diehard, but I'm a true Raider fan. I went, and even though this year I felt as if, you know what, I didn't need to go. Um, I've spent, anybody that knows me personally knows I go to the Raider games, knows I go up every year, knows, you know, that I support my team when I can. They know that I watch the games. They know that I, the little bit of merch that I do have is of them. I don't have a random ass 49ers bandana. I don't have a Seahawks pillow. I don't have a Green Bay fucking lunch pail. I don't have a fucking Chicago Bear lanyard. I don't have a fucking New Orleans Saints logo on my truck. No, I don't have none of that shit. What I do have is some Raider stuff lying around. A jacket, a hat. I do have a lot of Raider hats. That I do have. Um, but yeah, so I went, you know, I made my peace with the Raiders in Oakland. Uh, never going to forget that place. Like I said, I'm never going to forget it. Uh, the times I've got, I've seen them beat the Browns. I've seen them beat the Chargers. I've seen them, I think, beat the Jets think this is the three out of all the times I've ever seen them live. I'm probably like three. And now for sure, like, I've seen them like 15 times. Three and 15 overall. Or three out of 15. Three and 12. Three wins, 12 losses. It's fucking atrocious. But you know what? It is what it is. Um, Obviously, my record mirrors the Raiders' records over the last... Almost two decades. Um, very few winning seasons and a lot of losses. But you know what? I'm excited. I, I had fun. I had a blast. You know, I didn't have any good barbecue. Bad boys of barbecue. I don't know if you guys are already preparing for Vegas and not going. Didn't care for the game anymore this year. Or you're done with the Raiders. I'm not sure what the deal is. Not that it's any of my business or that I'm concerned. Um, but I hope you guys, anybody who's out there against the Raiders moving to Vegas, I hope you guys understand. Go to a game out there in Vegas, experience it. You know, it's a new venture for all of us. You know, we're all going to go out there and we're all going to, it's a new, it's our new home. I'm excited for it. You know, there's a lot of hatred amongst, you know, especially in in the Twitter realm of of them going to Vegas. And, you know, they're losing their identity and it's corporate Raider now. But you know what? I think we've been, we beat the horse dead in Oakland. We have, we squeezed Super Bowls out of there. We squeezed every dime of energy the fans had out of there. We've gotten all you can get out of a city and then some. And now it's just time for a new chapter. Nothing in this world is forever. Um, and the Raiders are moving. That's all there is to it. That's what I did this weekend. Uh, I On the way home, I said we stopped at Denny's. Drove home. Got home about 
midnight or 12.15. I don't remember the time because I was like in and out of sleep on the way home. Came, laid down in my bed and my alarms were ringing like five hours later at 5 a.m. I snapped out of it, got up and got ready and went to work. Just like my Raiders. I was at work today, just now getting home. It's now 5 p.m. And that's my weekend story, bro. That is what I did this weekend. Had a phenomenal Saturday uh, here at the house with uh, friends, girlfriends and family and food. And I had a phenomenal day yesterday. I wouldn't have changed yesterday for life, man. I'm glad I got to go. Last, absolute last second decision. Absolute cheapest possible route. Absolutely. Uh, no, no regrets. No regrets, as it was. I gotta say that yeah, I went seeing the Raiders one last, the last year they were in ever, maybe ever in Oakland. Um, as the Oakland Raiders, when the stories are told in the future. And my kids grew up to like sports or my neighbors, you know, are sports fans, you know. It's always interesting meeting other sports fans and their teams. My homie Jake is a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. Has been for since I've known him. My His brother and my other homie, AJ, is a Washington Redskins fan. Um... I know a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I know a Green Bay Packers fan. I know fans of a couple of other random teams. Uh, I know some Rams fans that were Rams fans prior to them moving to L.A. I know Seahawks fans. I know Eagle fans. And it's just so interesting to see that people are like, yeah, I like so-and-so team. I like the Philadelphia Eagles, like Gilbert and Roberto. And I don't know if they've ever gone, I mean, to go see them play one game, like, in Philadelphia. Not that that, 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 that I'm trying to down-talk them or anything, but, you know, I would hope that they like their team and, you know, they've seen them win a Super Bowl. And maybe, just maybe one day, you know, when things are more aligned and they have a spare $10,000 or, you know, they got a promotion at work, maybe they would take a trip, you know, fly out to Philly, see the city one time, spend a week there, and go watch the Philadelphia Eagles play. Or, you know, go to Florida and watch the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play a game. You know, that'd be kind of, you know, to me that's something... That I think about doing when I go to vacations or just living your life, you know. Hey, you know what? I'm going to go watch this team play or my favorite. You know, it's the same thing. Football is like concerts. You know, if you like a band so much and you listen to them all the time. Or you're a fan of, you know, boxing or you're a fan of, you know, I don't know. Anything. It seems people gravitate gravitate towards certain things in their life. You know, whether it's, you know, they like boxing. You know, I think it's kind of cool, like, 
okay, you go watch a fight or maybe you're a amateur boxer yourself or, you know, like people are into, you know, like motocross and things of the nature. And I'm like, yeah, like, but do you own a bike? Like, you know, do you actually know, like, got the gear to go and, you know, some people do. Some people are like, yeah, they like it, but they don't actually do it. Like you kind of like no, you gotta kind of do it to really like it. You know what I mean? And that's just the way it is with Oakland. And and like I said, this is a monumental change for them coming up. You know, I've been a fan all these years. That is something I'd like to do. You know, if you're gonna pick a place to vacation, you know, it's to me it seemed over the years that the Oakland Raiders sucking. My level of money that I had, the ability to travel somewhere within reason, you know, it all kind of lined up for me personally. Only, and it only cemented the fact that I'm an Oakland Raider fan now. You know, many years ago, like I told my neighbor across the streets, you know what? Me and my brother went to go watch the Browns play one year. I was like four or five years ago now. The tickets were like 40 bucks. I even think there were 30. We bought tickets like probably like a week before the game. And I literally spent like I think I literally spent 80 bucks with the fees. Um we went up there because yeah, we spent 80 bucks. We got a hotel for like I don't know, 100 bucks. And it costed us like in those days probably like 50 bucks to go back and forth in gas. So you see what you see what I'm talking about plus food. I mean, the whole round trip experience it was cheap, you know. It was within reason. I didn't have to take a flight, I didn't have to take 3 or 4 days off of work. I didn't have to you know this that or the other thing. You know, save uh, tons of money, you know, like I like I, like I just aforementioned about my friends, you know, stacking away a couple thousand dollars, you know, that wasn't the case, you know, and they weren't like, it's not like in LA Dodger where you go and watch the game and you go home, you know, where you, you know, something you want to go do is like a mini adventure, something that I have gone fond of traveling over the years, you know, so to me, it was within reason, it was within budget and everything just lined up perfectly over the last 10 years um, Now that they're moving to Vegas I assume the ticket prices Are going to be expensive And But you know what um, I'm okay with Paying the money You know as, I, as I've stated Going to pick and choose the games I go to I don't need to stay at Vegas I can do what I did This last weekend In a much much um, faster turnaround as it was because the game isn't as far so I don't have to leave at like midnight I could probably leave at 4 in the morning 5 in the morning from my house zoom over there get there about 8 in the morning perfect time for tailgating or chilling at a Raider bar or a Raider area designated to, you know you know what I mean I don't have to leave that early so I won't be as tired leaving the game I assume there will be traffic but if we leave late there won't be traffic you know what I mean? It's just 
give and take type of type of deal. It's a whole different ball game than moving to Vegas. For me, it's a lot closer. Um, but that's gonna do it, guys. Like I said, my weekend I was spending with the Raiders one more one more time, and you know what? Um, they did me. They raided me. <laughs> I got raided as it was. I got raided by the Raiders. I, you know what? I just, I had a blast though. It was, it was totally what I wanted. I went to go see the Raiders. They played. They lost. Move on to next week. I think we play the Jaguars. And I'm going to watch it from my television. At home. From my couch. With sweats on. (laughs) Alright, that'll do it for this episode. I'll get this loaded up here shortly. And uh, up next on the dog, Star Wars is coming out. So that's a big one. A big episode. I can't wait to talk about it. Even predict it. Maybe do a predict episode. So stay tuned, guys. I'm out.